Hello, everyone, and welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, a podcast where I sit down with some of my friends in the local Columbus, Ohio theater, film an improv scene, and talk a bunch of geeky stuff. Some of it good, ooh, some of it bad, but all of it definitely geeky. If you enjoy our programs, be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and to leave a review, or subscribe and leave a review wherever you can get podcasts. Our official sponsor of the show is Audible. With over 200,000 titles to choose from, get one audiobook and two Audible originals each month included with your trial, even once your trial ends and normal membership begins. How rad is that? Best part is you own your library, meaning you keep the books even if you cancel with Audible, plus you get easy exchanges. So, don't love a book? Swap it out for free anytime. Sign up for your free trial over at audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Download the Audible app and start enjoying your new audiobook. Also, support for this podcast has been made possible by our Kickstarter backers, Ashley Carson, Catherine Ranella, Wooz, Yannick, Doug Poeta, Christopher LeBlanc, Andrew, Kenny, Jerome Wetzel, Casey May, Anonymous, Tavia Ordway, Anthony Portillo, Jen and Brian Petrie, Guest 16554255418, Laura Spires, Kimberly Barr, Kyle Jepson. We here at The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky just wanted to offer the following discretion that this episode was pre-recorded in the last few months of 2019. In this episode, I am here with... Travis. Becky. Jessica. As we sit down and talk about Star Wars Rise of Skywalker on this episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Join in the conversation (laughs) by interacting with us via social media or email. Twitter and Instagram is username goodbadgeeky or email me at goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. We may read your comment on the show. Also, before we go into our normal episode, we should point out that Eric was supposed to do our episode with. Eric is one of our Star Wars guys. Um, Eric. Yeah, Eric. Lame. Um, Lame. Lame, lame, lame. Uh, Christmas. uh, Yeah, Christmas. (laughs) Literally, this is the 23rd we're recording this. So Mm. I kind of... Yeah, matter of fact, because he, he was just like, you just got your gallbladder out. Are you sure you're okay to do the podcast? <laughs> Are you Are sure? sure? We wink, can't, we can't, wink. We can't move it to next week. I was like, buddy, we've known about this for a while. No, no, no. I understand completely, Eric. I, we missed you greatly. But I don't. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, that was him, not me. Uh, no, that was totally him. And Eric and I totally talked about we are going to do a Mandalorian episode at some point with mm. other people if oh, they want to. It. But the idea is that uh, Eric sent us a clip of his thoughts and some of the stuff we do talk about when we talk about it. So um, we'll go ahead and play that first, and then we'll begin the episode in earnest. I am very sorry. I cannot be there in person to talk with everyone about the rise of Skywalker, but I am off to spend Christmas with my family whose last name is Sternberger, in case any small children or elderly women stop me to ask. Um, <laughs> so, basically, I this movie to me is like when a dad finds out like his kid did something bad at school and like does that cliche, I'm not mad, son, I'm just disappointed. And that's how I feel about this. I feel like at every point the non-challenging choice was made. The easy choice, the obvious choice, or there were times during the movie where I'm like, oh, is it going to go here? And it didn't. It undercut itself at every turn. It was like a thing would happen. Oh, no, that thing happened. Oh, don't worry, everything's fine. You know, Chewie's dead. Oh, no, I killed him. Wait, Chewie's okay. 
there was just like about eight different instances of that. C-3PO was going to lose his brain, not going to have any of his memories. And then, oh, here they are again. It just, it, it felt like there were no real stakes or consequences to, to about 80% of what happened in that film, which makes it hard to care. Uh, Chuck Wendig had an amazing quote on Twitter about how J.J. Abrams likes to find the, the emotion that he wants people to feel in the theater and works backwards from there when making a movie. And the, the only problem with that is that when you leave a theater, you, you think. And that's kind of the problem with this movie is that the more you think, the more it falls apart. If you can watch it a second time, it stands up a little bit better because you know the flaws, you know the issues, and you know the, the groans that are coming. To me, the mystery box of Ray's parentage was one I did not care about. It was the most least interesting thing going into this movie that I wanted to know and that I, w that I wanted to experience. And it was the number one thing for J.J. Even so much that if uh, reading the visual encyclopedia, Lando has very, it's very, it's very heavily hinted that uh, uh, the, uh, the one uh, lady, uh, Jana, is his daughter. Because it says in there that he became depressed when his infant girl was stolen from him by the First Order. And that's why he went on these quests with Luke. So I'm afraid in the extra 25 minutes that got cut out of this film, which is 25 minutes that we need to let things breathe and to get characterization because the bullet points are bad. But I fear those extra 25 minutes is just going to be more bullshit. Like, oh, look, Lando has a kid now which is fan service stuff that really hit at times and, and hurt this movie. I'm going to go out on the last comment is the fact that, you know, how JJ pretty much hand waved away everything from, um, last Jedi, even so much to have Rose basically write herself out of this movie with one piece of dialogue where she can't go on a mission because she's washing her hair or something. Uh, sidebar to that, the Leia stuff just felt really stilted and bad, like you were talking to an AI of Leia. But it, I, I never, ever want to do improv with J.J. Abrams. It's, you know, like improv, the whole thing is yes and. And I felt like everything J.J. did was, yeah, uh, okay, but. It was like, like you're, I can imagine going into a scene and J.J.'s like, here, I gave you a present. Oh, awesome. Th I... I you, I completely forgot our anniversary. I'm so sorry. I didn't get you anything. JJ comes back with, that's okay. It's a Christmas present. Okay. But you just denied everything I just said about our anniversary, which is, now the audience is wondering, why aren't we talking about the fact that you're a sh shitty partner? Yeah, it was, just, it was the combinations of that and then like the, I'm sad because I left the door open and my dog ran away. That's terrible. I know, it's all my fault. Yeah, but wait, is this your dog? Scruffy! That just made it hard for the brain to get into this movie as much as the heart liked certain things. So, anyway, I am off to do a fetch quest to get to my parents' house there's a dagger somewhere that uh, blends up with what uh, 469 in Indiana looks like that will uh, show me the way to their house. Uh, 
provided no one has done any construction in the last 30 years. So may the force be with you and Merry Christmas. So Star Wars, it was a thing that happened this last weekend. Specifically the rise of Skywalker. In, in particular, the rise of Skywalker. And thus concluding the Skywalker saga, if it were. I mean, I kind of feel Skywalker was really only involved in two of the of the three-part saga. But that's okay. Potato, potato. We, we can get into that. We'll just go with quickly. I'm going to go around this way. Because oh. I'm bold and daring and different. Because it's the new year. What did you think, Jess, of Rise of Skywalker? I liked it. <laughs> All right. There were things I didn't like, but overall I was happy. All right. Becky? I'm with Jessica. I, I enjoyed it, too. I mean, there were things I wish might have been a little bit different, but there were reasons why things weren't a little bit different. And Okay. I enjoyed it overall. It was not without its charm. I will rant about this later. <laughs> Travis loved it. <laughs> but you loved it? <laughs> it I, I was mean, not without it its charm. charm. <laughs> Very dignified, sir. <laughs> uh, I walked out disappointed, and there were parts I liked a lot, and then, but I didn't feel like it was a satisfying ending. I just felt like I was like, well, that's, I guess, a way to end something that we've been involved in for a long time. The hell? <laughs> um, there were some parts I really liked, but uh, there were some other parts I did not like. My biggest thing, because I'm going to get the ball rolling right away, which Travis will probably disagree with me on, is... Most likely. I love The Last Jedi. It's one of my... It's like my top three of all of, all of them. But this, the, the whole movie felt like a giant fuck you to everything built up in that. And, of course, it's a problem of creative vision of who's running the ship. And, like, J.J. didn't know what Ryan was doing. And then when J.J. wasn't expecting to do the third one, it... It very much felt like, oh, well, Luke, our Luke would never say that. Uh, you know, we, no. Of course he's going to save the lightsaber and say, yeah, that was stupid. I would have never thrown this away. But you did. <laughs> I don't know. And the whole, and also I just hate the idea that Rey is uh, a Palpatine or anybody for that matter. I, that's the whole point is that anyone can be Spider-Man. I mean, a Jedi. Anyone could be a Jedi. That was the beauty, I thought, of The Last Jedi, is you learn everything comes from failure and not necessary success, and, and then you can come from nothing and be something. I just thought up the name of a great young adult uh, Sith-based cartoon called The Palpatines! <laughs> no one? I, no, I, no, I mean, it's funny. I was just trying to, in my head, I was like, is there the mom and dad? Sith, Hel- is it Sith like, High School. Anyway, go on. No, no, it's, 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 it, there, it takes place during high school. Like Disney's Hercules. Where it's kind of like Justice like League High or something Ray like that. Ray and Finn, even though they shouldn't yeah. know each other, they're going to the same school in Jakku. Yeah. It's like, the <laughs> fuck? This makes no sense. I actually agree with uh, what you said. I would, yes, I think uh, Rise of Skywalker is a giant fuck you to The Last Jedi, which I think was a giant fuck you to uh, The Force Awakens. It's too really? many guys. I, I think that that was one of the big problems with this is you had two guys with their own visions of what they wanted Star Wars to be feuding with each other and basically turning it into a big mosh pit of crap. 
Okay. I, see, I, but again, I, I'm coming from the viewpoint that I didn't find Last Jedi to be crap. You know what I mean? So, which is a very different of, of opinion between you and I. Which is funny if you listen to our last episode. Yes. You were just, but granted, I think you saw it the day of, and you were just like, oh, I loved it, but I want to see it again, and I might have different thoughts. And then next time I saw you, you're like, I hated that movie. I think I was being polite, honestly. Mm, you were very polite, super, super <laughs> polite. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> no. That that that's a well. I also feel this way too. Is that the movie has no stakes? True. It truly doesn't have any stakes. Nobody died except for Ben Solo, and guess what? He's the bad guy, and Palpatine. Actually, all the bad guys kind of died in some form or fashion. One of them got redeemed. Ooh, redeemed. The rest, they just died. Like nobody died on our side. So, like when Chewie died, like well, <laughs> Chewie died. I just remember I looked at my wife and I was like, that is a fucking bitch-ass way to go. Like, I was pissed. But I was like, that's what would happen. Something sad. Like, I, I feel like it was... Well, so I was surprised there were two thingies. But then my friend that I saw it with, he was like, no, didn't you see the other one? And I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't either. Well, I saw two. Because he I was like, no, it's he's still alive. He's on the other one. And I was like, what? I didn't mm. see that. I, I I just thought the one that he got into was the one they focused on and the one she was grabbing. So I didn't see... I thought the other one was just another transport. And I so in my brain, I was just like, well, that, why couldn't he be on the other one? Of course he was. You know what? They got me because I thought Chewie died and I cried. And Travis looked over very concerned and mouthed, are you okay? And I was just like... <laughs> well, it's Chewie. But then he's okay. So you know what? Your feelings mean nothing. I still felt them, though. But then I did a silent, quiet, motionless, happy dance in my head. I did, too, but... Because then, if anything, I was like, well, C-3PO is going to die. Why? Or whatever version of nope. death is. Nope. He gets his memory back from R2-D2, and everything's R2's fine. R2's going to have a backup. It's R2. Yeah, but you heard what he said. He's like, well, his his memory wipes, are, or his, his memory restorations are, are not worth a damn, or whatever. It's like... Yeah, he he might survive, but he won't get his memory back, and that'll be sad. And technically, C three PO will have died, but no, he gets his memory back. He doesn't know what the fuck happened in the last week. No stakes. So my favorite part of the whole movie, <laughs> yeah, guess, guess was when they go down the quicksand, and C three PO is looking around, and he's like, "Is this the afterlife?" Are droids allowed in? I was <laughs> I laughed so I laughed for an unnaturally long amount of time. I, I, that I, cracked me up. I will say that C3PO's he in my opinion is the character even though there's no stakes for him is the best written character of the whole movie <laughs> because he he has some he has some pathos 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 whatever that word is. Um, yeah. he, had, he has like a mini arc that has gone through the whole thing and it kind of abruptly ends <laughs> when he and you know because C-3PO is kind of shit on by everybody because mm. he's a droid and he's an annoying one at that an annoying know-it-all but he cares about everybody yeah. and so then that whole sacrifice he does it's kind of like it's the one thing he can do in all these movies that is a genuine straight up baller helping move and and but even before that though like his his lines are just like fantastic like, it's a very dangerous but simple procedure <laughs> like c3 right. stop you're killing me over here right like there were so many different things that could have come from that like 
in my brain, I was just like, let me guess. The Sith version of him is going to turn evil and they're going to have to kill him. That's going to be heartbreaking because C-3PO would never do that. But then it's like, nope, they got what they needed and flipped it back on. And yep. he's like, who are you? Hi, my name is 3PO, human cyborg relations. And I'm like, oh, okay. No, but C-3PO is the only character I feel that, for the most part, came out very unscathed. Like, Chewie, I guess, would be second place, but then they gave him that fucking medal that I never cared about. You know what I mean? We, we're well beyond that. Oh, and they don't, they don't talk about it. I kept wondering if it was chocolate. Oh, I like a good chocolate medal. Chewie's mm. wail when he found out Leia had died. Oh hurt yeah, me. Where, where, where was that, that when hurt Han died? Me. Though. Clearly, uh, he loves Leia more. He just shot up I the mean, place when Han died. It's Leia. That is true. And he blew up the place. That, uh, fair, enough, just like, fair enough. He expressed anger. That when is Han true. Died. Uh, he did. I'm just being a little. But yeah, I, that, that was, was a, just like a. Oh. Well, oh, I just Chewie. remember oh. though when that hurt. That was a major fuck up though when he got back and saw Leia at the end of Force Awakens. He did never go back to him, go to Leia, I and mean, like, and they had like a weeping moment. They just didn't, yeah. Like, so everyone's celebrating or you know saying sorry or whatever. Those two never get together. It's it's like and JJ Abrams mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I, that was a goof. I should that should have not. Ha- we should have put something in there. I was like, well, you could George Lucas it and redo it. But, I mean, she's dead now, so we can't do that. Yeah. Or can't they? Well, they did that through this entire movie. So, did anyone have a problem with the Leia stuff? Yes. I mean, specifically just because it, they had to put something in there and she was dead and they could only use so the footage they already me. had. So I, I was like, well, because then they're like, she knows what she has to do to get through to Kylo Ren and I was die. like die she has to die I don't get it but I, I understand I guess that was your option because you used the three clips you had yeah yeah, yeah. which surprised <sighs> me after so much I think was it 20 minutes that supposedly was cut out of Force Awakens and most of it was with Leia and supposedly and supposedly. there was like three scenes that you really couldn't use a lot of you know what I mean so hmm. I don't know it was kind of also like I just felt like I don't know, man. I I just felt like there were so many just... I didn't... Things just happened for the sake of them happening. Like, am I cool that Leia became a Force ghost? Yeah. But, like, we've already established in Clone Wars that you have to learn how to do that. And I don't know if they've... if Like, Luke might have. But Leia? Did he teach Leia? And also, did Ben fucking learn that? Or is Luke just teaching Yeah, why didn't he? That was my major critique. At the end, when you see... Mom and Dad, Luke and Leia, Force ghosting over here. I thought Ben should be there, too. That was a question, yes. He faded away. Because yeah. it would have been a nice, like, because, what is it, Return of the Jedi? There's the three of them at the end. Yeah. And then well, we could have had three, and it would have been like, here's all the last Skywalkers that just fucking died. And they're my family. Right. I guess one way to look, if I may, if I guess one way to look at... Rise of Skywalker. Imagine an entire movie that's essentially nothing but Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Like the person like, I was ooh, told was Wedge Antilles. Call back. Call back. Call back. Did you get it? Did you see that? Did you? Wait a minute. That's like everything. Well, that isn't more of a callback than necessarily an Easter egg, though. Possibly. Aren't they the same thing? Mm, are they? I don't. I feel like Easter eggs are in the background. Like if you notice it, great. If not. Well, except that all the all the Easter eggs are in the foreground, so it's like no fun trying to find them. Okay, now I'm with you. Yes. Okay, I yeah, 
I will. That's an actually good representation of this movie. Is that everything's a callback to everything, even shit that I didn't care about or the mm-hmm. characters apparently. Like I had no idea. Like this is not to go back to the Chewy thing, but like I didn't know it really bugged Chewy. He didn't get a medal. That's a fan thing that people are like. I bet he was mm-hmm. super sad. He never got that medal. And then Maz gives him gives him the medal, and I, I mean, oh. I don't give a shit. We could have taken that 30 seconds and put it with somebody else. The whole movie was very frustrating to me. <laughs> but, but there are some really cool things. Uh, I'm just going to keep bitching about the things I didn't like. Why did they... I mean, yes, they have wonderful chemistry. But did anyone think for a second that after they kissed each other and he saved her, that then she would try to save him and then she would die and he would try to save her again and it became a bit... Because in my head, I was no. like, that would be a this. hilarious bit. Please do this. I wondered if they were going to do something like that. Because you've already gone past the point of no return. Let's just do this. Hmm. No, I, I will. I also, there's a part of me that doesn't mind that the Emperor, because Palpatine's the bad guy in this, and Rey is a Palpatine. I, I guess that, you know, if anything, a lot of people who didn't like, most people who didn't like Last Jedi didn't like the Luke, the Luke mm-hmm. thing. And I guess I can kind of see that, but take that out of a, a lot of things that people did like was Ray comes from nothing yeah. supposedly and the fish nuns and the, and the fish we nuns. went to fish nun yeah. island and there was not a single fish but nun there was some I did like the fish nuns yeah. porks can fuck off yeah. Jesus also can I just they were less sassy than the fish nuns the porks yeah mm. <laughs> it's like hey you remember that from the last movie you liked that I'll bring that back nothing else but that yeah. Oh, and, and do you remember that? Remember the the ship in the yeah. in the water. We're gonna bring that back for you too, mm. because obviously he has to go save the day. Yeah. How was it referred to as like a Chekhov's gun? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a very instead of a symbol. The fact that Luke had to do it and not her, mm. that was the bummer. Like, I get that Luke. Like, look, I'm not gonna lie. If I became one with the Force after doing this badass deed, and then I go, you know what? I was coming at it the wrong way, but you don't really necessarily mm. get that. It's just a real quick, why would you throw this away? Like, kind of like a smart-ass, kind of like, fuck you to the last movie <laughs> in my character arc. But granted, you could still do that without saying fuck you to the previous movie. But that, I guess that was the thing, is that you can say, well, since I've become one with the Force, I've I've got a, a, a broader view of what's going on, mm. and I was wrong to feel that way, but that's how I felt, and this is where we're at. This is what you need to do, but... If you don't want to do it, well, then I guess you're just stuck here. I don't know. I, I, I just hated that Luke just... Things happen for characters so they can get to the next bit. But I feel like that happens bit. in every single Star Wars movie. It is all like, coincidentally, bit. these droids showed up. Whoa. Well, coincidentally, yeah. I found this thing. So I was not mad at any of that bullshit happening yeah. in this because yeah. it happens in every single Star Wars. Movie. But just because a... it happens in every Star Wars movie doesn't mean it should happen. <laughs> like that's. Yeah. The... But it doesn't make this one less quality because it does. Also, lies are not twists. Can 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 we agree on that? Lies are not twists in movies. Oh yeah, he yeah because was it Ben lied to her, but yeah. he didn't lie to her about what about her parents? Well, yeah, about her parents. Oh, because... but he didn't lie. Didn't he believe it when he told her? That she was nothing, and then he—I think he specifically says—but Palpatine told me, blah blah blah. I know who your real family is. This is all is. sort of a from a certain point of view crap, which calling Jesus back Christ Ben Kenobi. Yeah, I, I missed him. Because like, is it a lie? Do you think it's the truth? <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh. But 
Oh, please. Oh, I was yeah, gonna say, going, going back to five minutes ago with the like <laughs> death, I didn't think Ray was actually all the way dead because she didn't disappear. So I feel like there was something in there, and she'd showed him. Sorry, I didn't mean to touch your boob. <laughs> that you could heal. Everybody, it's getting really that sensual you could heal. here. When she healed him earlier, it's like, oh, I can do that. I've been, yeah, I can do that thing. Well, and then he used all his life force. I, because re- even in the cartoon show, the animated series, or whatever, even the comic books, they don't rely on the force healing a lot, or they don't show it. I th- they have a Mandalorian, and they have. This mm. is the first time I've actually seen them like do a straight up like mace, massive force heal like that. Well, clearly because we just left Poe to be. I have <laughs> genuinely shot. never seen that before. Where was that from? I know it from the video games. Like oh. you, you can force heal yourself. Like it's an ability oh. that you can unlock if you're a good jet. If you're a Jedi, if you if you take the dark side. So he mined all the Jedi. content for this, didn't he? You don't have access to a Bacta tank, you know, but you've got yeah. some uh, force sensitivity there. Right, and so so part of me thought that was cool, but I was just like, okay, this is a video game. I, I she can bloodbend; it's fine. Well, and, but they brought up this too: is that apparently it takes some of your life force away, or your your life force of your force that you, mm-hmm. like your connection to the force. But does that mean at some point, like you're just not? good anymore with the force does it have to rebuild itself like or you just die like he did do you have just have to hydrate and i'm dead <laughs> i yeah especially like i yeah and the kiss was like part of me was like yeah kiss and then the other part of me was like oh i think i know where this is going to end which she's going to take the name skywalker and i was like oh <laughs> Mm. I, no, I don't know. I it was, was very happy when they well, kissed. There was a part of me that was, was happy too, but then I was just like, but this isn't going to have a... Oh, what did Finn want to tell Ray? I know the answer is because I looked it up because that was a whole subplot that got completely fucking Is it cut that out. he knows? That he, he knows he's Cause... more sensitive. Oh. That's what it is. I thought it was, I like you. No. I, I'm sorry. I Get wanted to with see it, Finn Nick. and Ray. I wanted to see Finn, Finn and Ray. Poe. Well, Finn Poe. Finn Poe. Finn Poe. the I ship. I thought he was going to say, Ray, I like like you. But I I totally shit Finn and Poe. I thought he was going to say, oh, Leia told me about you I, and your grandpa. Because no, he kept being like, you don't know what she's going through. Blah, blah, blah. And Poe's like, the fuck you do? You need to tell me. <laughs> I, I like Poe and Finn. I mean, if they could just do a threesome, that'd be cool too. I'd be cool with it. I, yeah. Now I started leading toward that. Ben's at the end. dead now, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah, this they, is a series of movies for kids, by the way. Yeah. I, I don't care. Polyamory doesn't have to be. Uh, Lando's a good example of that. Look, and Solo. they put a lesbian kiss in the background, but couldn't ball up and put a goddamn Finn Poe kiss. And I was like, come I, on, you're giving everybody else the fan service we want. Come on. Give it for this. So I think something that also really irked me too was the treatment of Rose. Yes. Um, the last movie. Yeah. She's yeah. Like literally, she's like, "I'll go with you." And it's like, "No, you just need to stay here." And it's just like, "Okay." Like, I felt like a very. Well, how many truncated plot lines did they have with that? They had like all these characters from Force Awakens through. They they kind of abandoned Maz Kanata. Who? Well, she showed up in Jedi. She... I felt like she her. She was in. Yeah, she was in all three. I mean, barely. I, I thought of her more as a character than than you know. Yeah, I, I. It's a weird thing because I know apparently Kaz's part got cut down heavily in Force Awakens mm-hmm. because I think originally the opening was supposed to be Luke's hand floating out in space with the lightsaber and Maz finding it. Really? Mm-hmm. 
because he said they had to change the opening of the movie because fans figured out there was a leak and fans figured out that was what the opening was and so her so? part got cut down which then cut down <gasps> Leia's part or whatever I don't know so she didn't keep the hand for any reason I mean that'd be kind of cool I mean too. that would be kind of cool too I, I don't know kind of badass I mean you never know put it's that a, in a box a, a Jedi hand I mean it could be like um, monkey paw Jack mm. Harkness on Torchwood keeping a hold of the doctor's hand well so there's a part of me that doesn't mind they didn't go into the pal- how Palpatine survived like yeah, I, I didn't care there was... there's only so much you can care honestly he's so evil my friend was telling me because I guess he's read some of the mm-hmm. books and stuff he's like this is actually something that's been talked about or something but with like Darth, Darth Plagueis yep kinda so if you read the extended universe or whatever the the original extended before Disney bought it and they said everything before <laughs> is not canon Palpatine cloned himself multiple times, and then that was the whole thing. There was that, a comic series, actually. Dark, yeah, yeah. And I think Mara J, Luke's wife, came into play, and Luke. Yeah, and same kind of thing happened. Luke had the Jedi Academy. It went tits up because Palpatine sent someone to destroy. I think Mara destroyed it from the inside. Mm. Then he hunted down Mara to find the Emperor. They found love, but they were like dark and light, and blah 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 blah. Meanwhile, I think also yeah. like Han and Leia's had the twins. And that was a storyline yep. that was happening too. Uh, even the, you know, even the the planet destroying gun that was attached to the ships kind of came out of that. It was a thing called the Galaxy Gun. Yeah, yeah. And about as lame. Didn't I, they have a plan? They've always had planet destroying weapons, haven't they? They they have, but they they could never get it on a ship. They had to have they had to build it on on something the well, size of the planet. He had to have been doing something for thirty years attached to that like thing. It's sucking the life force the from his little people <laughs> oh yeah like yeah. I, I, I like so that's how he lives the one thing I do like about Star Wars is that it will do shit like that and go world building like Jabba's palace I want to know the layout of how he got into power like how the family got into power just some little things here it's a it's world building mm. and I'm fascinated by the fact that he's been on this Sith planet probably for in the Sith temple forever but who are these fuckers like because supposedly all the Sith are dead, so like, are they just worshippers? Like, no. Maybe they're his. Clones. I'm fascinated, but but shouldn't they all be fucking electrocuting Benin <laughs> instead of like going pew 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 pew? Well, maybe they're Bring. lesser clones because they can't all be electrocuting. Because yeah, Pal- yeah. if they're all as powerful as like Palpatine, what Prime, I guess, is, Palpatine. then That's then good. like you, you've got Palpatine. chaos. You just have a planet of like Palpatine. Force lightning and. Like, no one emerges. Or is it like the Highlander, where, like, they just, like, fight each other until, like, one champion Palpatine wins over Champatine. Champatine. Like, they just force lighting each other's heads off or something. I don't know. That'd be fun. I, I, I just... Like, I don't I need to know the that. exact yeah. logistics of how he survived, but just a little... He's just evil and magic. I... That's all I need. But okay, but especially since they tied Ray into his plotline until into him, that's where it just becomes kind of like there's no emotional connection there for me as a viewer for Ray and Palpatine. So when that is revealed, I'm just like, well, that sucks for her. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there's no emotional connection as a viewer. Like I'm not. He's evil, yes, but like wouldn't there be an interesting part of him where he's like. He kind of cares about his granddaughter, but he's evil, and he's like, fuck that, I want the universe. 
even like something, just the conversation of points like, or oh, you will die, something like that. I don't know. Why would you care about this kid you've been trying to kill for the last 20 years? Except he doesn't want to kill her. He wants her to like kill him. So Which made no sense, by the way. Absorbs his what kind essence. of seven bullshit is this? No, I. But so, he also sent. He all told Kylo Ren to kill her. And he's like, I never wanted you dead. I'm like, bitch, you did. No, Ten minutes ago, you right. you sent someone sent, to kill her. So, you're a liar. Again, I just which goes into I don't he's even know so if JJ knows what the fuck he's doing in he's his own so movie. Bad. Sometimes yeah. it's like because I will say if you watch Clone Wars and because I was I we started watching Clone hmm. Wars the movie and the show and my first I, I forgot I was just like you know Palpatine as the Chancellor he's really just trying to fuck shit up for the Jedi but in a way he's kind of like chaos. Because he's like letting things play out sometimes, but if it's too good to pass up, then he'll intercede as the as the emperor, mm-hmm. or as you know the Sith, and then ha- and him and Dooku or whatever. But sometimes it's almost like he's just like, let's see what Dooku does, and I've set everything up for you, Dookie. to fuck, fuck up the Jedi, but let's see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. Which in itself is fascinating, but like he is actually giving multiple chances for his side to just create this massive hate towards the Jedi like mm-hmm. you know little things here like in the, in the movie it's like they kidnap the huts and that, that will close off the trade route which means Tatooine will probably fall to the Separatists and that whole outer rim region will fall to the Separatists that kind of thing which yeah. is another mm-hmm. setback for the Jedi. He's good at planning long, long term like he sees not just like a couple of moves ahead but like well, he's whole games he's ahead place the long con which is cool i i don't know i just felt like it was a weird out of this whole time it was a weird which goes into a creative problem Mm -hmm. who's running the ship like i felt like they would have said something in the last movie or something if i don't know i i haven't seen it a second time though and i do want to see it a second time so yeah i think that's i think i will enjoy it more so another thing i liked (laughs) is that the spy was hux and uh, his reason for being a spy was because fuck that guy. Yeah. That cra- <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yep. But I don't think he'd be dumb enough to be like, you need to shoot me. I think he'd be like, well, I helped you escape. I need to get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's where I was just like, I agree with that because I just wish they, but again, they, it felt like they crammed two movies into one movie because I felt like that would have mm-hmm. played out over time because like. Because I felt that would be more fascinating. It's like, well, he's on our side. And then it's like, well, why? And it's like, no, I don't give a shit about your little war. I want to fucking see Kylo Ren dead because I mm-hmm. want his spot. And I'm like, well, no, that is completely in character. And I thought that was a great... But I was just like, literally, we just found out you were the spy. Could you just hold off on that? And he, You're going to die. <laughs> and then he died like... Richard E. Grant, by the way, I love yeah. him in everything he does, even when the movie itself might not be as good. I'm not saying that in this film, but I'm talking about like just other projects. Like he's done one or two episodes of Doctor Who, which have been yep. okay, but like he's fantastic in. I love him to death, and so yes. he was just fuck. He looked like he was having so much fun, <laughs> and I could tell, and I was enjoying it. Have you ever seen That's Spice awesome. World? Yeah, he plays the agent. So yeah, he's their I manager, and I always call him Clifford whenever I see him in anything, mm. and that's how I refer to him, even though I know he has a name. I'm I, always I, like Clifford. And he is always amazing. Well, so here's their thing. This blows a little bit into your Finn and whatever, Carrie Russell's character. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Finn or Poe, sorry. uh Poe is like Kirk. He'll fuck anybody. He's pansexual. He'll fuck anybody in the galaxy, I think. 
Okay, so... I can see that. So, talking about... Because Lando, I think, is in the same boat, I would say. At least if you watch Solo and Return of the Jedi and Empire... And then this one, it's like, mm, he's made me cool down a bit. He's old. Because he's old. Because <laughs> he's, he's old, I'm just sticking with one type of... Just this go He just can't do it as frequently. Okay. Um, I, so I, I forget the exact exchange, but my wife and I both shared a look at each other when he's talking to the one other stormtrooper that Finn found. Yeah. Um, oh, and God. if you read the books, apparently it is his daughter. Oh, God. Um, I was waiting for them to say something, and I was like, please don't, please don't, please well, don't. she just goes, I never knew who I was, and I think he just goes... And, well, we can find out. But we can find out. But I feel like him giving a look of just smiling, because I felt like he gave her a look first, and then it was like a pause, and, he, and then I felt like, to me, it came off as Lando going, let's find out and fuck, or something like that. It's like, I'm going to mac on you, is how it came off of. And it came off creepy, because I was like, I bet you anything that's his daughter. <laughs> so it just came out, and Sarah was like, it was weird and creepy. I mean, and I was oh. like, it wouldn't be unprecedented it, in, in Star the Wars. Star Wars. I mean, technically, she took the name Skywalker, and they kissed before he died. So, <laughs> like, passionately. Um, which, again, makes sense Luke for Star Wars. Leia, Luke and I Leia. mean. Yeah. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Here's the thing. As someone pointed out to me, Anakin's mom got pregnant by midichlorians or some bullshit. Yeah, Ray can still have a Skywalker baby. It's true. I'd read that fan fiction. Ben Solo <laughs> gave her his essence. Maybe there it's is inside a- her essence. Oh my god! It's stop. inside her. I am currently vomiting into my microphone. That's so not cool. My one complaint. I, they didn't so have. Much. I apologize for You're ruining welcome. your microphone. It's okay. I I'm kind of there with you. I mean, come on, Anakin Skywalker was the product so, of an immaculate conception. I yeah, mean, but I I will say, well, it wasn't a Mac. Okay, I didn't think it was immaculate. I thought it was pretty much it was Palpatine who did that, who used the. So Palpatine, Palpatine does everything. Real good this. at making people pregnant. That's what I'm getting. Priggers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe that was Palpatine's plan all along. Was he get gets a bit of himself injected? Into Ray's uterus. Oh Jesus! Oh man! That's where it's going. That's how it's going to go. Boom! She's going to get kill him. His essence is going to go right in the baby maker. Right in the baby maker. Ouch! No thanks. I am now trying to invoke vomiting. (laughs) (laughs) Give birth to a little mini Ian McDermott. I'll send out. Well, he's adorable and he's very charming um, as Ian McDermott. Now as Emperor, not so much, but. But I find him to be absolutely charming. Now, uh, did, did everyone like the the Jedi's, uh, the Force Jedi's of Jedi past or whatever? I thought that was a kind um, of cool So sequence. I was what? waiting, and I think I texted you. <laughs> it was just like, Ray, 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 you can do it, Ray. Remember who you are. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Well, uh, Simba. <laughs> so I thought it was really cool because I was watching, and I was like, there's Yoda, Samuel yeah. Jackson. Was was that uh, Sir Alec? Yeah, that was Sir Alec. Oh, hey, I think that was Ian McGregor too. They they did both. And then I was like, "There's Luke, there's Leia." And I was like, "Why the fuck, Freddie Prince Jr.? Oh, Kanan from Rebels, cool." And then I, I heard Ashoka Tano in there too. They were. Are you all, kidding me? You were, were able to tell that? Yeah. Well, Freddie Prince Jr. has a very weird. Apparently, Qui Gon Jinn was in there too. Qui Gon, I think, was the last one. I think. And I was like, "Wow, I didn't catch any of those except Yoda." I, I got and it. Darth Vader. No, there was another one that I didn't catch. <laughs> I think it set, was uh, Quipon, or I can't say his name. He's the guy with the weird, like, tusk and wears a mask. 
Mm. I don't know. I remember him heavily from the Clone Wars show, but I don't remember his character outside of that. But mm. if I, I can, if if I would, if if I could go a little bigger picture on the whole hit me. thing, hit us, please do yes. it. Um, one of the things. Okay, we all know how we feel about George Lucas, right? I mean, deeply flawed filmmaker to say the least. But sure. the original <laughs> films and were not conceived as individual films, but three chapters of a single cohesive storyline. Sure. And regardless of how proficient he was at doing shit, let's just put it that way. Um, That's a nice way of saying that. It was a series of stories that were connected Mm -hmm. by a single vision. Yeah. And that is where I think this, uh, the new series just completely failed because I would have, I'll be honest, I would have really... I like Ryan Johnson. I haven't seen much of his stuff, admittedly. I mean, Looper and uh, Knives Out, saw both of those, really yeah. love them. I would have actually liked to have seen him do this entire series with that kill the past, let it die. If it had been him the whole time with his vision. Yeah. Or I would have been happy to have seen J.J. Abrams with his vision. It probably would have been a lot more like Christmas at Toys R Us, but, you know... It would have been one cohesive vision instead of this yeah. back and forth bullshit. Well, I kind of feel like J. James' whole thing in general is mystery box. Create the mystery box, and then, and then it becomes a question of, well, let's work backwards from the mystery box. And it's like, mm, mystery box can only get you so far. And I feel like mystery box is technically it's a MacGuffin where the, the mystery is in within the MacGuffin. Like the original Star Wars, the MacGuffin was the droids, and we already know. The, the, the question was more, who's Obi-Wan Kenobi, and why is he our only hope? Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. But the, we know exactly who the droids are, and we know definitely there's a good guy and a bad guy, and it's Darth Vader's the bad guy. But this, yeah, I kind of feel like J.J. always, in a lot of his movies, tries to do the mystery mystery box. And I feel like the first Star Trek wasn't really a mystery box, per se. Oh. Not, not necessarily. Um, I think it was pretty straightforward. It's like, someone fucked up the timeline oops, things are different now. Kirk might not be the captain. And it's like, how do we get back to that? Uh, the second one, though, was very much like Khan was the mystery box. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, I don't care about that. I don't. I didn't like Into Darkness um, as much. Mm. Um, but uh, I, so I feel like you're right. But the good news is that Ryan Johnson is still doing his trilogy. I think it's not due out till 2022 or something. But So he's doing a separate Star Wars yep, trilogy? Yep, t- taking place in the Knights of the Old Republic era. Oh. So it might okay. be like way, way, way like with the proto-sabers. I mean, I have no idea. I, I find that to be really cool, but um, yeah. Is that the one that Game of Thrones people were supposed to do and they got kicked off? No, that was... So they were going to do their own one two there, there was going to be two well he they i think honestly what happened was game of thrones imploded at the end and lucasfilm was just like i think we're good here and also mm. well, also they took the netflix deal and they're just like we can't work on this many things mm. supposedly i think that lucasfilm was the one that cut the tether not the other way around but i think those guys were just like we can't work on too many things and like well, I thought that they originally like sped up the end of Game of Thrones to work on Star Wars. <laughs> well, that was a bad idea. That was a very bad idea. Yeah. So what else I liked in this movie? Yeah. Was little baby Godfather, Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Yeah. He was basically Marlon Brando, but cute and tiny. I liked him too. I loved did, him. Did I feel like didn't the original trilogy like at least 
the one that had all the Muppets in it, Return of the Jedi, didn't they have, like, subtitles so even the characters couldn't understand and we couldn't understand, like, what Jabba was saying and stuff like that? Jabba had yeah. subtitles, subtitles, but not everybody He could had afford them. Because, like, Chewie didn't have subtitles. Yeah, he... Mm. And R2 didn't have any. Yeah. Well, R2 is also cussing a lot. Yeah, they'd have to make that rate... They'd have to R-rate that. So, supposedly, yeah. A New Hope, there's, like... There's, like, a... Supposedly, it's, he has... It's... I thought it was the first like few pages where it's him and C-3PO. He actually has dialogue. And so Anthony Daniels know what the hell he's saying back to it. And there's like mm. a few F-bombs. Because that's why he's like, watch your language. Yeah, it's... I mean, R2 hmm. is full of the sass. Even if you don't know what specific words he's using, you can usually tell when he's... Yeah, I... Whenever he's making the fart noises, I assume he's cursing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... Going back to this, I feel like R2 has been the most prevalent force in all the movies. Like, he's the one standard. But I, that's why I just really like... I, I really like C-3PO. Like, he got his little moment to mm. fucking shine and just not... I mean, because beyond that, I think the last moment he really had to shine was Return of the Jedi, where he was talking to the Ewoks. But that kind of got out of hand. Oh, yeah, when they were like, bit. we're going to... It's one of the moons of Endor. I was like, oh, this again. Well, right. Back to Endor. But they showed Wicket. You know and those little kid. Ewoks were like, the fuck? I thought we did this. I thought we did this. I, I love What's happening? Ewoks. Happens every 30 years or so. Yeah. So what, what else did you like? I'm sorry. What else did I like? Yeah. Or Becky, you too. Chime in. I mean. I enjoyed uh, when he became, when he was Ben again. Ben again. Ben again. Yeah. And he's like. I like Ben again. He looks like a little, it's like what a little emo 16-year-old would wear on a rainy day and look Even outside, kind of, staring into solo. the middle distance. So, that I didn't sweater. get this, but apparently J.J. was like, that whole scene was meant to to showcase the sexual friction between the two. And I was like, really? He's like, well, she's soaked and wet. Oh, He's God. soaked and wet. And I was oh, like, God. I guess they're I on a I thought he wasn't actually there at first. Like, I thought it was just another one of their, like, mm, connection things. thingies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's not, what, why, why now? And then it was like, he's actually here. Oh. What are yeah. you doing here? Uh, <laughs> you know, a moment I liked, which is, I think, in that moment where she goes, I really did think I was going to grab... I, I wanted, oh, I to, wanted grab to grab Ben's hand. hand. Ben's I wanted hand, to grab, yeah. I wanted to grab Ben's hand. I was like, that fucking mm. great. I like that. Yeah. I I also liked the moment where, where Han came back and they he and Ben had, had that yeah. moment. That's really for all the uh, older people who were pissed off at the end of Force Awakens. They were just like, you can't kill Harrison Ford. <laughs> and not sure I can. Well, I mean, you can, but like... Well, and I liked the distinction between he's like, I'm just a memory. He's not a ghost. He's yeah. not anything yeah. else. He's just his memory of his dad. This is a very haunted galaxy. Yeah. It yeah. is. What? Well, yeah. and he's a very haunted boy. Well, well, I guess he's a man now. Well, it's very haunted man. Man boy. Man boy. He's a haunted dude. Yeah, I I also really okay. Matt Smith. Let's talk about this too. Matt Smith was supposed to be in this movie. What? what? As a as a bad guy. Ooh, he would just have to stand there. Matt it's Smith kind of is not anywhere in that movie that I can no. see. The hell. He dodged uh, a bullet. I mean, I would have dodged liked... a lot of money. Well, I mean, that no, too. they shot his stuff. Did they? Yeah, it's not. It's. Was completely cut mm. out of the movie. I thought oh, supposedly no. he was supposed to be one of the Knights of Ren. Supposedly. So they carry Russell then, basically. Well, Car- Jesus, at least Carrie Russell had like, eyes, five lines, mm. and her eyes, her her beautiful. I peepers. didn't know it was her. <laughs> it's like she's real familiar. 
And I did not connect the dots when looking at the... I was like, where was Carrie Russell? Okay, also, didn't her planet get destroyed? Yeah. But yeah. she got off. With with the cute little dude guy. And Godfather. that's really what also, matters, is that the Godfather the lived. Of, the, of that, didn't it feel like it was something done by, like, a late night show? Where it's just like, I'm okay! And then somebody yeah. looks like a transpose of, like, Babadoo! Whatever. <laughs> 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 it was like something that Jim Kimmel would do. It was, like, superimposed upon it. I was happy, too. Because I like that character. But I was just like, guys, I felt like very last minute. It's because they know what we care about, and it's weird little creatures uh-huh. with funny voices. Oh, God. That's why I love Yoda. That's why uh, you, he's my you, favorite. You mean the child? No, Yoda, Yoda is my favorite. Okay, because the child's pretty boss, too. I haven't watched Neither The I. Mandalorian. I haven't either, but every day I look for new baby Yoda memes. I do, too. No, uh, Marianne is supposed to do the show. Who she, shares them all the she time. She shares them every day. I think there's like a Facebook page that like every day they share a new the child meme but they call it baby yoda memes but it's called the child Do it's not... fine he's yeah. adorable i know he it's is. not really yoda but we don't know what his species is so baby yoda i have a yoda whoever, like doll whoever mm. designed the baby yoda muppet should win all of the awards because that thing is so stinking cute so when you do watch it and we'll, we'll, we'll do an actual episode podcast episode about it but supposedly um John Favreau and Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni from Clone Wars, they were going to do CGI, all of, of the baby, um, and just do like a rough outline so it's not an animatronic. And apparently Werner Herzog, they had the test there, like just to do some test scenes or whatever. And apparently Werner Herzog gave him shit, like ripped him all across. He's like, good. Yeah. No, no. And when you watch it, you're just like, oh, thank God they didn't do that because it's so fucking adorable. Hmm. And it looks way more real then, like, I, there are times where I can't necessarily tell it's CGI, they're CGIing the, the kid, mm. or not CGIing him, or, you know what I mean? Like, because most of it's just him going, just him looking around, and, ah, and cooing and stuff like that, but, like, it's so cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm. The but, last episode comes out, what, next week? Yes. Or something like that? Yeah, so that's when I'll be watching all of them. <laughs> that's probably smart, because this last binge watching. one was a, a humdinger. I don't want to say any more than that. Uh, I heard. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, which I will give Disney props for. They released that Wednesday before, Wednesday, the day before episode nine came out, because it mm-hmm. usually comes out on Friday, but mm-hmm. movies yeah. open on Thursday. We won't conflict this interest Wednesday. <laughs> mm. Yeah, give you that day notice. Boom. Yeah. Don't cross the streams. Mm, crossing oh. the streams. The revenue streams. I don't think Disney cares about the revenue streams getting crossed because they're still going to make all the money. Yeah. I mean, especially now that they own Fox. Today, when felt like she had given up being a Jedi too at the end until she pulled out her own lightsaber, because she buried the other lightsabers in the sand. I wondered if she was gonna pull out her own or if she was gonna like retire to like Luke Skywalker, like to Tatooine. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck are you here? She would have to sweep out a lot of sand. Yeah, Yeah. she would. But I did like that. I, I I don't know. I maybe it was an outtake they kept in, but when she slides down the in the thing. Yeah, Daisy Ridley is having a fucking blast. Yeah, mm. and I was just like, "You're having fun here. I appreciate that." Mm. Would she have a gold? Yeah. Was it gold? Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's new." But what happened? She had a gold lightsaber. Oh, yeah. oh, yellow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We can no, go I... with a lesser color. <laughs> Any other thoughts about Rise of Skywalker? 
I actually, for all the negativity and shade that I've been throwing on this, I actually would like to talk about some of the things I did like about Thank the movie. Thank you, Travis, because I'm having a hard time getting to that part for myself, too, because I did yeah. enjoy a lot in the movie, but I guess my writer brain is picking on that. Yeah, my, my writer Please. brain overall found it disappointing, but there were moments that were nice in the movie. Like, one of the things that I liked was, okay, at the end, I at least appreciated that he didn't make the resolution easy. You know, I mean, every time it looked like they were going to do the big predictable save, then out came the force lightning, which basically took down all the ships. You know, it's okay. like they thought you were going to save us, but no, screw you. You're all going to die. Yeah. So like every time there was supposed to be like a deus ex machina, they would say, nope, they would. And I thought that this was appropriate. Like the the bad guys were smart enough to say, oh, they're going to they're going to try and do that. Because they've done that before, so we're gonna like with the whole. Yeah, with what the was tower. the whole directional thing? What what was, was that? Like I didn't understand that. The relay tower or yeah. something yeah. that they had to. That's where they were like communicating with or something. Oh, it's you, like their radio tower. Oh, you mean where they were getting their their main ship commands from or something like yeah. that? You're, you're talking about the and end they're with like, the fleet. oh, then we're not yeah. gonna we use that. Destroy that tower on the ground, and then and then Richard E. Grant was this or Hunter or whatever. He's just like. Transfer that signal up here to the mothership or whatever. Because they're going for that. Because they're going for it's, that. We why would for that. why would you even put do something like that in the first place? Why would you centralize the only relay between all the ships? Here's the thing: as someone who's seen Rogue One, <laughs> sometimes you put a random button on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> because why the fuck not? I guess. Uh, oh, that, that's fair. That's and fair. sometimes but, you put a random button at the end of a catwalk. Maybe. There weren't any catwalk fights. Nope. Yeah. Disappoint. Yeah. Maybe it was an act of rebellion. The button on the beach. An act of and rebellion. The, the weird. Tower <laughs> the That's funny. Like, like, rebellion. what's his face? In, 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 in um, the one I, I really like, Rogue One. Hmm. Like the scientist guy. Like He's when like, he built I purposely the... put a shitty access hole in here. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what the random button on the beach was. Was, was somebody being like, oh. Fuck you, Empire. All those kidnapped children. What I'm saying is they didn't let incompetence just basically be the reason why the bad guys lost necessarily. Oh, right. I mean, well, that's the I will say that's the one thing most Star Wars does really well is that, I mean, yes, the stormtroopers are lousy shots for the most part, but like on the whole, the leadership of the bad guys is usually pretty mm-hmm. pretty good. They, they think things through like, you know, uh, like, like, which of course is to me one of the great things about Return of the Jedi is that, like, if you would show me a little teddy bear and it's not a Wookiee, my first is like, yeah, rebels are fucked if they try to come on the Endor planet, and that was kind of the point. They were civilized enough they could do damage to the Empire, mm-hmm. which completely caught them off guard, and they were able yeah. to help the rebellion shut down. The, whatever. Again, though, beyond that, like when he shows Luke the display, he's like, your friend die and yeah. Yeah, you failed and you will fail and everyone's gonna fail because I have this well plotted out and you're just like damn this is really oh did someone uh, someone point this out to me the other day too right when the movie came out and maybe it was you or someone I don't know maybe not tell you. me uh, tell me what it was it someone was. took a picture from Return of the Jedi and it's when uh, he's like Obi-Wan has taught you it's in the throne room fight in Jedi and it's like you Obi-Wan has taught you well and shows Luke in the high ground and Vader in the low ground, yeah. and it's like that is fucking dead I saw on. That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. I was like, bravo. I mean, now 
I hope Lucas would use that as the basis for that whole thing, but probably not. Nah, um, no, other things I liked in this movie, I did like Lando coming back. Um, my wife was kind of the opinion, like, he just kind of shows up, and that's yeah. kind of weird. And I was like, yeah, but it's Lando. Everybody I loves Lando. I assume he's been off doing Lando shit, Lando helping shit. when he can. And I, and even though Banging I, they did set that up for like a Banging to get a info. TV show. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I did, info. there was a part of me, I was like, yeah. Luke did do shit. And having fun. <laughs> Which I liked a lot. Like, Luke did try to do stuff. And, like, yeah. Rando, like, he had other adventures with these characters that we just we just never got to see, which was nice. I, I did like, even though I didn't like the execution necessarily of it, I like that Luke chose a great time to come back when she's throwing it into the fire and he catches it. I, I was just like, of course he's going to come back then and catch mm. it. I didn't like the line that followed it after. But... I thought that was really cool. I just, I just like Luke. I just want to see all Luke and all the things. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone else? Somebody, what else did you like, Jess or Becky? I mean, I thought there were like moments throughout, like C three PO's. There was another that was like, "Oh, General Hux, I sense some disturbance from you," and he's like, "No, I love your helmet. I love what you did with your helmet. It's fabulous." <laughs> like I was just like, "Way to deflect." <laughs> And the other generals are like, yeah, yeah, it looks great. (laughs) Uh. I I liked that in this one, like you, I think it sucks that Rose was totally sidelined. Yeah, that's it. But I liked that Pofin and Ray were a lot of scenes together. They were together a lot. I will say that when they were together, like even if I didn't like how things were unfolding, their their um. Uh, their scenes together, it was really palpable, their their chemistry, that was what I was looking for. Their chemistry together was really good and like, you know, was really great. And you could really see the friendship there, which yeah. was mm. which was nice. Yeah. And something I liked so one thing I loved in the last movie is that Poe does his cowboy Han Solo bullshit even when he's told not to and he fails. I thought that was great because if you did that kind of bullshit, you, you never hear it. about the thousands of people who died because you did this bullshit, but you succeeded in the end. But, but then in this one, he does it again. But in this one, he does it again and succeeds. And I was like, but this is the end fight. And it's like, hmm. I was like, I'm okay with it. I really yeah. liked that point. You'd like to think he grew as a as a person. As a person. Didn't. Which he grew enough to be like, I can't do this on my own. <laughs> that was growth. So he grew hmm. a little bit. I, I, a little. I, but I also felt forward, like in this one, bad. they had a little less of a choice. It's like, they can just fucking destroy the planet now, so we need to do something. Right. And, and I, well, I think that kind of led into, in all fairness to that, because like, when I was watching, I was like, Wow, it's like he's learned nothing, and everything he learned in the last movie just went away. Uh, like so many other things? Like so many other things, but and blatantly as well. It's not just like, oh, he's just not thinking about. It. It's like, no, we're talking about how we're not doing that. Like, hey, Rose, say the fuck here is how that whole scene kind of feels. Well, like. that was fun, yeah. Though. Well, well, right, but still, it just like yes, feels very it... blatant, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like with that. But he did have that scene where he's just like, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. He almost kind of like goes into like a weird, like I don't know what to do. I can't do. That's when he's like, I can't do this on my own. And I'm like. Smart. Okay. You want me back a little bit with that one. I'll give you that. He's like, I need my BF. Was it 
one of our friends posted a, an anime gif of like Finn and he pulls up Ray and kisses her and then in the other hand he pulls like he's doing reps. <laughs> that is from the like the first, first movie. One. I love that gif. I'm totally okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I am too. I'm I'm a shipper though. If you ship characters together, I will probably be fine for the most part. Ship it. Yeah. Yeah. I I would ship that threesome. <coughs> Me too. And then like Chewie just travels around with them and he's like the dad. Aww. Yeah. So Okay, so with that, so the ending for everyone but Ray, I get Ray as our lead, but I kind of feel like Finn was our second lead, kind of. You know, Poe I care about, but, you know, he'll probably mm. end up with Finn. So, where the hell's Finn? <laughs> we just got Ray's ending, and of course, I felt like that was just because yeah. we're calling the movie Rise of Skywalker, we should probably have it make sense. Let's end it with that. Why should any of it make sense? You're right, I'm sorry. Very foolish of me. I mean... The last movie's director fucked everything else that the previous guy did. and I would appreciate, was, yeah. I mean, and they can't do it anymore, I guess. Them stop trying to introduce new love interests for Finn, because every movie he has a new one. And I'm like, could you just stop? Who's love interest in this one? The other stormtrooper lady, who is immediately oh, devoted to him. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, you're right. I'm like, stop a- introducing potential mates. We don't need other ones. It's Poe. Maybe it's Poe and Ray, but it's Poe. Me, Who cares? I care. Abrams I, didn't. Well, just because Abrams didn't doesn't mean he should. But showed. maybe he did, and that had that was part that had to get cut. No, he cared about that incestuous kiss with with, with Ben. That's what he cared about. He's like, well, Leia and Luke kissed, and what I just really wanted to. Yeah. Between well, Ray and they're not siblings. Yeah. Well, if she takes the name Skywalker, she kind of. But not until after. after. Is your is your wife? You're in, what? Your wife took your name? As a partner, yeah. Yeah, why As wouldn't a, it be that? I don't know. And don't confuse Skywalker me. isn't Ben's name. He's Solo. Oh, yeah. Although he is, hmm. has that Skywalker blood. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I definitely hmm. thought he was the Skywalker that would rise. I did, too. And I guess he kind of rose from his depths to be... Ben Solo. But, after you're rede- but in Star Wars land, after you're redeemed, you don't get to live for very long. It's like you're redeemed, and then like maybe you do one final like act of redemption, or just like you're redeemed, and then that's it, you're dead. And so then Hayden Christensen represents you as a force ghost. And then, like, that's to be fair, there's really nothing good that could have come of him living. It's like, you've killed thousands, if not millions, of people. You need to You're spend, not going to have a happy ending. You need to go to jail. and, and Or be executed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not going to And lie. if I may say this, just to break in for non- complete non sequitur, um, I think we've seen, proved, like, at least four times over, uh, the way to not kill a Jedi or a Sith is to throw them down a shaft. Which means Mace Windu's still alive! Woo! Oh, he was thrown out of a building. That's different. Oh, oh, I'm but sorry. But the way That's to right. kill right. a Disney villain is to throw them from a high place. Indeed. But... but that, no. I mean, they they dark Phoenix Palpatine in this one, meaning that he's nothing but dust. Deuced? Deuced. He's, he's nothing deuced. but deuced. Um, which I thought was like, man, I mean, he's dead. He's dead. Mm. And One so can are help. all his followers. For real, for real. Yeah, foe can help. show. Um, yeah, I, I kind of felt like uh, this is horrible because I've been watching Parks and Rec. 
I kind of feel like Palpatine at one point. It's like, I'm going to steal your force, so, and treat yourself. At one point, I expected that big claw thing and he just turned to one of his floaters and was like, and he just go, uh, want some more life, Palpy? Treat yourself. <laughs> and he's like, very well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus mm. Christ. Uh... <laughs> Actually, that would be really funny if it was like, what's his name? Uh, was it uh, the? I forget her name. I forget the character's name. Uh, the, the treat yourself. The treat yourself. Donna Meagle. Donna and Tom. Tom. Yeah. And Tom have a yeah. hood. Tom. Yeah. Just have Donna and Tom there <laughs> and have them be like bored that they're there. Yeah. It's like like, do you want that? Treat yourself. <laughs> do you want the universe? Treat yourself. Do you want their life force? Treat yourself. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't know. Actually, that's this guys. We're writing the next robot chicken. Like, I feel like we're not taking this seriously enough. Do you? You? Yeah. You? I, I, do we have to be serious? No, we don't have to be serious at all. Why? I'm so barely serious. taking what I'm saying serious. Um. <sighs> so, any other thoughts about Rise of Skywalker, good or bad? Um. I missed Carrie Fisher. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, given what they would have had her do, I assume, if she were alive, it really made me miss her in that. So I actually really, if I may mention another moment that I liked, yeah. I actually, the, the, the battle on the wreckage of the Death Star with that, I really actually quite liked that moment. I did too. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, I agree with that. Well, I thought it was funny, so, and I meant to mention, when I asked this earlier about, about Carrie Fisher, the first few times you saw her, it felt very stilted because that's the amount of co- amount of footage they have of her. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it did start to flow a little bit nicer, and or maybe I just stopped caring about it because I was invested with what was going on. But when it got to that part, I mean, outside of the joke of like, let me guess, she has to die, and then she does. But like, it's it's heartbreaking because it, it, it's sad because I've been. Mm-hmm did love his I think his he really did have a connection with mm-hmm. his mom and, and it was very well done how they did it and it was yeah it was heart it was heart wrenching. Correct me if I'm wrong, she was basically attempting to do in her less proficient way the same thing that Luke did at the end of um The Last Jedi, projecting herself across the universe, across the galaxy in a way. But she didn't project herself, did she? Not in the literal sense of projecting an image but yeah. she was trying to reach him yeah oh i i think maybe then yeah i feel like it was the same sort of thing that he did but because you know Possibly, but luke lasted longer because he had more training yes um mm. which the flashback of of young leia and young luke that was cool i the late young leia part kind of bothered me because it looked like it was billy lord her daughter and they just didn't do anything to her face while they completely made him look fucking young, like old Luke, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I well, I, I would have been interested to see how they would have had Carrie, because supposedly Carrie would have fought Ben and then possibly probably died fighting Ben Blah. and then brought him back, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would have been such a... Even if it was still, like, as writing-wise, a little bit of a mess, I, I feel I, I would have been really interested to see that mess, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I would have I would have really liked that. Um, and also, Carrie Fisher helped with dialogue. Um, anything really snippy or great in the first Force Awakens and Last Jedi, she would mm. add little zingers in. Um, and we didn't... You don't have that. Uh, 
But no, I really liked that scene too. I actually I thought that whole battle on the on the Death Star wreckage was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, especially when she fought herself. I, actually, again, that whole sequence was just really good. Like even when she fought the Darth version of herself, Ray mm-hmm. did. Um, really cool. It almost looked like an Inquisitor lightsaber mixed yep. with the Darth Maul one. It was really cool. I really liked the shots, like when they're communicating with each other. Or oh, when they're connected yeah. and they're fighting the Sith at the end. That's rad. And you keep getting these, like, real close-ups of their faces and how they're, like, looking at us, yep. but looking at each well, other. I, I will say, yeah, and the scenes where they're on Carrie Russell, Carrie whatever's planet, and she's up in the ship and he's down on the planet, and they're, but they're sharing the scene, mm. that was just very well done. And yeah, I thought, yeah. it, I thought, I hate to say it, but I... Ryan, I think, did a little bit of it in Last Jedi, but I feel like J.J. actually nailed what you were trying to do in that scene. But granted, you were doing more complex stuff with it Mm. in terms of... I think the most complex thing is that he grabs her hand on the planet of Octu during the storm, and that's Mm -hmm. kind of when Luke walks in. Like This was very more complex. Like They're fighting each other, force-fighting each other in different... Yeah, yeah. 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 Although I have to admit, the force, uh, the force is selectively weak and strong. If he couldn't tell that she was up on the ship, like right above him on his ship, well, I think that's been a that's been a common problem I've had with a lot of Star Wars is the force chooses. Freddie Freddie Prince Jr. lost his shit. uh, 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 I think when Rebels ended, or no, it was when uh, Last Jedi came out. He lost because he actually got to work with George Lucas a mm. little bit, and I think he did like a guest role on Clone Wars. I don't know what he did, but so he he's gone to speak with Lucas and he and Filoni. Filoni worked with Lucas especially, and he's just like the Force decides everything. So all this bad shit that happens, it's the Force is doing. That was the always the plan. It, it, he says it way better, and he's also there's way more f bombs. And if you listen to it, if you get through the F-bombs, it kind of makes sense. But it's like the force is just there and it just kind of goes like this. And whatever it lets Wibbly through. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. <laughs> and whatever gets through, yep. gets through. So and it's like a lava lamp. A lo- yeah. yeah. But so you're not wrong on that. Like the force is very choosy. And it's like of all the times we could have knocked up a woman with a fourth baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the one time we're going to let let, let somebody do it. It's because the force gets bored and likes to stir up shit. Just like God would. Yeah, I've read the Old Testament. Um, the extra work in some of the, the sequences towards the end were, were pretty interesting. There were some people that were like hardcore overacting and there were other people that were like, oh no, we've been attacked or whatever, so we gotta get going or whatever. Uh, or when Leia died, like I think they came over to tell Poe. And there, I just remember there was a whole little subgroup of people and there was this one girl that had like a blast helmet or something and she was just like, oh my <laughs> God, what? Like, and I was just like, oh dear, that got through somehow. <laughs> Because I, yeah, I, I didn't know how, I didn't think people care that much about extras, apparently in the background, until I was watching Almost Famous, and uh, during the graduation scene, there's like a girl, and is doing the same kind of thing, she's totally overacting it, and apparently they just didn't do enough coverage, and he's like, I'm fucking stuck with that girl in the background, overacting her ass off, I hate it so much it's all i see when i watch a scene and of course his mom's like but it's a good scene cameron it's like no 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 no, no. that's all i see and now i'm just like is this all i will see if i watch this movie again i'll be looking up for the asian girl with the blast helmet because first i was like is that rose that's not oh that's not rose 
totally not Rose. Uh, it feels like it should be Rose because she's in the fucking background a lot. Um, but no, it's just a. It was like Poor her Rose. and two other. Yeah, I so yeah. I feel bad for Rose. Um, yeah, I just thought that was some of the extra game. That's all I had. I just need to see it again. And I do need to see yeah. it again, and I I do feel like my writer brain will just slowly just shut off, and I will enjoy it. And I saw it in Dolby. The Dolby was was amazing. It was great. Oh, yeah. That's why my ears were bleeding. Shaking. Shaking. Well, I said before, like, that some of the Dolby Dolby mix on this one was phenomenal. Like, when the ships would go across one side of the screen to the other, I could feel it kind of go, which was nice. Because uh, outside of that, I feel like Doctor Sleep has only been the good. I still haven't seen it. it. It's really good. They're releasing the director's cut on january well everybody thank you all for offering your thoughts i'm sorry we for those listening that we kind of went down the darker path might be uh no no actually jessica and becky kept it light and talked about some of the good stuff because i felt like me and travis were kind of just like here's all the bad stuff and travis came back at the end was like here's my redemption arc here's some good things i liked about him and i was like oh fuck yeah i guess i gotta be a nice guy sometimes ray low ray low ray smooched loved it The Good, the Bad, and the Geeky is presented by D4K Studios. Nick Argenbright and William Dell are executive producers. Co-producers are Ashley Carlson and Catherine Ranella. Editing and mixing are provided by Orality. Find out how Orality can help you by going to facebook.com forward slash Orality Sounds. The Good, the Bad, and the Geeky is also made possible by our Kickstarter backers. To see our backers, check out our show notes over at gbgpodcast.com. The theme and end credit tracks for The Good, The Bad, and Geeky is by chiptune artist Hide Your Tigers. You can check out their music by going to hideyourtigers.bandcamp.com. We also featured the track from Futurama, The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings, an arrangement by our own Nathan Haley. If you enjoy our program, be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and to leave a review or subscribe to wherever podcasts are streamed. Thanks for listening.